Hey everybody, welcome back to Evolved Athletics Radio. My name's Jim Young. This is episode 47 and we're going to be talking about superfoods today. Uh, normally I do a little four to eight second intro, you know, uh, introducing the topic I'm going to be discussing, uh, but instead I decided to drop that. I think I'm going to drop that all together. Um, typically I would make those two separate cuts and then piece them together with the intro music and all that stuff and just saves me some time if I just hit record and start reading off my notes. So, but in any case, let's uh, let's hop right to it. Superfoods. <clears throat> so this this word, <laughs> this this term pops up every couple of years, and it, it always fascinates me. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you why here in just a second. But you know, anytime the word starts to pop up, I always get asked a lot of questions about you know superfoods. You know, and if you know, if people should be eating them and if they should be seeking them out. And, you know, my first response is, you know, typically I want to laugh, but, you know, they're legitimate questions and I can't fault somebody for asking legitimate questions regardless how I feel about them, right? So I thought this would be a great opportunity to discuss uh, superfoods. So first and foremost, let's let's understand that the word superfood is made up. There's no official document uh, definition, and there's no way to categorize a food as a superfood. So the word superfood is mainly just a marketing term. Um, does it make the food that's labeled superfood bad in some way? Not really. And how is it that marketers will claim a food is super typically if it's got you know extra large quantities of a particular you know vitamin mineral or phytonutrients of some sort you know they'll they'll call it a superfood um you know and you see this with not just food marketers but you see it a lot with <clears throat> supplement companies supplement companies will do this a lot and they have been for a long time so you know, and again, typically some of the some of the things that you know marketers will use is they'll say, you know, if you consume these superfoods, they you know have the potential to extend your life, uh, reduce risk of chronic diseases, you know, and and stuff like that. Help with balance, uh, decrease mental deterioration, focus, um, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it's just it's wild to read it, um, but. It you know it works. It gets people excited, and they seek out these things. Um, you know, it, it wasn't too long ago. Blueberries were touted as a superfood. <laughs> you know, and yeah, blueberries are delicious, and they're high in in uh, you know vitamins and stuff like that. But they're not super. You know, they're not wearing a cape. So, <clears throat> in as far as the term, um, the little bit of. Uh, digging I did, uh, you know, I found two different claims to when it started, but it seems to be a, around uh, World War I, uh, the first time that, you know, the, the word superfood was used. Um, one claimed, one, one article I, I read claimed that it was found in a Canadian magazine, I think, um, another one was claiming that the United Fruit Company uh, initiated advertising on 
but uh, bananas. And their marketing basically took the route of, you know, the the practicality of bananas, and you know they're easy, uh, easy, easily digested. They're cheap, nutritious. They're available everywhere. Um, you know, you don't have to cook them, but you can. And one of the one of the things in their advertisements was that it's, you know, sealed by nature in a germ-proof package, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, seeing how you know companies still kind of use that today, um, you know. But the popularity, and this is what kind of makes me think that the United Fruit Company is the one that initiated the word superfood. Uh, the popularity really seemed to have soared um, when the medical journals started endorsing uh, the banana diet, which was one of the things that the United Fruit Company was you know pushing at the time um, as a way to treat. Uh, conditions like celiac disease, which is interesting because at the time, I don't believe gluten had been discovered. So a lot of the medical uh, community really pushed uh, eating bananas in the diet. And I I think that they even claimed that it helped with diabetes as well. I could be wrong on that one, but maybe not, you know. Uh, So some other examples of superfoods, you know, we we, we talked about bananas, uh, but blueberries, uh, kale, sweet potato, avocados, chlorella, you know, these are all things that have fallen into that superfood, um, you know, category. Uh, there's been all kinds of other things. I think cacao was in there at one point. Um, pomegranate was in there at one point. Seems like cranberries were in there at one point. So, you know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, so I wanted to share with, with, with you guys, the, uh, the, uh, process I took, you know, when I was putting together all my notes on this, uh, I thought it would be, I thought it'd be interesting. And I do this with other topics as well, but I, I was really curious to see what would happen if I pulled up, you know, just Google and then in another tab, pull up PubMed. And what I did is in Google, I just typed in superfoods. And as you can imagine, I've got a million different links to, you know, superfoods, you know, trying to sell me superfoods, explaining what superfoods are, yada, yada, yada. So then I go to PubMed and I type in superfoods and I got, you know, 20 plus, you know, probably right around 20 uh, actual research articles on superfoods, right? And what's interesting is between the two, PubMed, most of their uh, research articles uh, used superfoods in quotations, uh, which is fascinating to me, right? Because they're acknowledging that the term really isn't a real term. Uh, and, and then I, I, you know, I want to add that some of those articles that pulled up on PubMed, some of them were opinion pieces as well. So uh, opinion pieces aren't necessarily. Uh, you know, research, uh, but they might examine a research that had been done. So, you know, I thought it was interesting. Um, You always know that something is is sketchy when you find stuff like that, right? If you were to look up creatine on Google and PubMed, you know, you're going to find maybe not an equal amount between the two, but you're going to find an awful lot of published research on creatine on PubMed. Um, so, you know, you know, there's some validity there with some of the claims that, 
you know, the links that are pulling up on Google or are showing. So, you know, I, I, I lay all this out mainly to get to this point. Superfoods shouldn't be your focus. Your focus really should be on eating a varied diet, eating a balanced and varied diet, right? Focusing on fruits, vegetables, you know, some grains, um, lean proteins, some healthy fats, making sure you're drinking enough water, you know, things like that. Though That's really what's going to, you know, ultimately determine the outcome of your, your overall health, right? It's focusing on those things, you know, and there's nothing sexy about that, right? There's nothing I can say that makes that sound sexy when compared to superfoods, right? And I think ultimately that's what deters people away from, you know, this really, I don't want to say bland, but, you know, this hammered topic of, you know, balanced diet, right? Because there's there's so many other things out there too, um, you know, that, that are sexy as well, like the paleo diet and the keto diet and the Mediterranean diet, right? Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's just, there's something sexy about those things, you know, and, and there's no real way to make a balanced diet look sexy compared to those things or superfoods for that matter. Um, but again, you know, superfoods, regardless if you're eating the food itself or as a supplement, you know, they're, they're not going to cure your ailments. They're not going to fix any deficits in your diet, right? You you can't rely on a lot of them for, you know, all of your protein, for instance, or all of your fat, right? Because some of those superfoods may not have any fat or may not have any protein, you know, or they might have incomplete proteins, right? Um, coconut oil at one point was, was claimed a, a superfood until people really started getting hip to the amount of saturated fat that's that's in coconut oil. And yes, I understand that they're medium chain triglycerides, MCTs. But <laughs> you can still get too much of them, right? They still have calories and they can still impact your overall uh health and and sometimes not in a good way. So I think that's it, everybody. Uh, Superfoods. If you got questions about it, make sure you leave me a voice message. You can always email me at evolvedathletics, uh, evolvedathletics at gmail.com. And as always, happy lifting, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody.